So tonight is uh, missions update, and uh, and so I want to read a passage of scripture first, if we could. Psalm. Let's look at Psalm 96. David, could you get those back doors, please? Thank you. Psalm 96. O sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord. Bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Scribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and all that fills it. Let the field exult and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he comes, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. That's what we're called called to, to make waiting the name of the Lord, tell people in every nation, every tribe, every tongue, all around the world, whether it be Africa or Mexico or Italy or Russia or on the Purdue University campus or in your backyard, wherever we are, uh, God is worthy to be praised. His name is weighty. He's the one who made everything. He made us, and he sustains our life. He is worthy to be praised everywhere. So this evening, we just have an opportunity. Um, We're very thankful to you for supporting us, the team, to go to Purdue, but then to uh, supporting me to go to to Mexico. I started going to Mexico five years ago, and uh, and so uh, this year you, you gave me a very generous gift to go and the team, and we really do appreciate that. So we want to thank you for that. And so we don't have a whole lot of pictures. We have a few, and um, my pictures are... Um, I'm not a good picture taker, so anyway... Um, just bear with my pictures, but what I wanted to tell you about Mexico is we do have a presentation by Dan Hall, who is the son of the medical doctor who founded MITC, Mexican Indian Training Center. And Dr. Hall, he was a medical doctor, Dr. Hall went there in 1956, the same year Grace Chapel started. So he started, he and his wife, Dr. Hall, went to a Presbyterian missions conference because he wanted to go to China. So he went to a Presbyterian missions conference in Alabama, 
I think it was Alabama, met his soon-to-be wife there, who was also wanting to go to China. And so the two of them kind of hit it off at this missions conference. She was just recently graduated from uh, St. Louis, uh, some college in, not St. Louis, in New Orleans, as a music uh, teacher, music professor. And uh, she was uh, very gifted in the piano, I guess, and voice. And so she taught while he finished medical school. They went back to Shreveport, Louisiana, preparing to go to China, but the Lord kept him in Shreveport. And they never did get to China, so he told his wife, we need to go down to southern Mexico and do some medical work down there to help those folks. So they drove for 30 hours to get down to the Cordoba area. It was dirt roads. They didn't have any paved roads. It was just dirt paths. They got down there, and he started doing medical missions and preaching the word. The first tribe that he met with and planted a church was the Chinanteco people, and they were Chinese-like people. And he said, you know what? I think I got the right people, but the wrong country. And so, so he spent the rest of his life, he moved his family down there six years later, I believe, and uh, just immersed himself in that culture and stayed there pretty much the rest of his life. So the man you'll see present, Dan Hall, that's the son of Dr. Hall who started this. And he does a really good job of presenting what Mexican Indian Training Center is. A very solid theological-based center and uh, just love doing ministry there. So maybe you'll be encouraged um, to uh, get on a team to go down there in the future. So um, the teams that go, normally it depends on the size of the team. Normally um, the uh, girls, the ladies, they're involved pretty heavily in VBS the week that we go. The guys are involved in uh, doing construction type things uh, around the, the uh, campus. They're involved in doing some preaching in churches, teaching in the mornings. They have a, a lesson they teach every morning, and they ask some of the men uh, that go that come in each week to do be prepared to do some of that teaching. Um, some of the men are involved in the VBS, but um, usually. When you go, you you never know absolutely for sure exactly what you're going to be doing. Uh, you find out when you get there. But it's a busy week, all week. Uh, we eat in the dining hall with all of the students there. And so um, it's just very well organized. So there's a lot going on all day long. Usually we go try to get out to four or five churches through the week so uh two times on sunday we would be in churches then usually three other evenings in the week uh groups of us go out in either into the hills uh sometimes a couple hour drive into really primitive areas or we go down the other direction into the sugarcane fields 
So in the mountains, it's cool, and in sugarcane fields, it's really hot. But we go out in those areas, and it is really primitive living. It's some of the poorest areas. But Dr. Hall, when he started this, that's, those are the people he wanted to reach in southern Mexico, the least reached of those people down in those hills. And, uh, and so it's really grown to be a vital ministry over the years. And I, I did take a few pictures. This one, one of my first jobs this trip was working on student chairs. And I think they had, I, I worked with uh, um, his name is Jair and I worked with him for a day and a half, we had 125 or 130 chairs we had to fix. And so he and I worked together on that project. And then one of the projects this year was uh, building a room addition onto one of the dorms. And so you see here a group of men, they already had the footer in, they're pouring the floor. And... uh, they don't have any big cement trucks come. You do everything by hand. You mix everything by hand. You carry it in buckets, wheelbarrows. Everything is done the hard way. Um, so there's one of the young men wheelbarrowing the cement over to the pad. This... These boys, they're the first time they came to MITC, and they actually are from Cincinnati, and their father is a ER medical doctor, and they're very involved in uh, Faith, Faith Bible Church, I think, in Cincinnati. And the dad and these two boys came to work, and we were really glad to have them. Anna, she was... Uh, She's from Kentucky, and she's been there several times, um, and so she works a lot with Carol Landis in the um, VBS. Three years ago, we had a Mexican family come up from MITC, as in Shani Barroso. This is one of their daughters, Hannah, and this is Shani Barroso and their youngest daughter, Joanna. And that's the campus dog. That's Nikita. These dogs, I want to get that picture because these dogs are the friendliest, nicest, most lovable dogs. And they have the run of the entire place. No matter where the dog goes on the campus, there is a dog bowl of food and water. (laughs) It's amazing. They just wander all over the place. This is Ez Barroso. He was up here three years ago and stayed with us. We went out for ice cream that night. Here's uh, the fellas. They're mixing cement. These these buildings are dormitories, and uh, I don't know how many years ago, maybe 10, this area was a chicken farm, and it was all walled in and nothing but thousands of chickens and a group from the states afforded MITC the ability to buy the property, and they built these uh, dormitories, the uh, volunteer groups that go down to Mexico. 
work on these dormitories. I took this picture because every morning at 11 o'clock, we have what they call cafe. And uh, so you eat at 7 o'clock, you eat again at cafe, then you eat at 2 o'clock, then you eat again at 3 o'clock, and then you eat at 7 o'clock. It's the way they do it. But the cafes were for the groups that come in, the workers. And the staff wives put on it. A different one puts on a cafe each day. It's really a fun experience. It's an opportunity to really get to know the staff and the professors. This is VBS. They had a large group of kids at VBS. There's always a lot of activity going on. Now, the guys that were, two days I got to lay brick on the new building, and the guy that was overseeing the bricklaying would go out every day and buy tacos, and that's what these were. So these are the hot tacos. They're very spicy, and those are the cool tacos. So every, everybody liked them really well. They were okay. They were okay. They were okay. But I, I had the opportunity to work with a group uh, for two days building this wall. And all of this is in amongst uh, getting a shower and changing clothes and running out to churches. And so um, it's, just, it's just a very busy week, but it's, it's a very good week. This is a group of young men. I think... Uh, Four of them were new. The boy in the red, he'd been there before. Um, But these guys, we were so glad to have these guys. They were just young and strong, very, very uh, committed to the Lord and just really helpful to everybody. And they they would work between our jobs and helping with VBS. So... We were really thankful to have them. And one of the jobs we had, I had one day, was overseeing all these young people painting the uh, white part of this building. Um, So, yeah, that was a stressful day for me. But they they had paint everywhere, and they were... Balancing on those ladders, and I don't know, it was stressful, but but it was good. This this man you see in the gray shirt and his wife, that his name is Jimmy, she's Leslie. He actually came to the MITC years ago as a young lad, took the training. He ended up uh, just a couple years ago graduating from uh, Southern Baptist Seminary in Louisville. And uh, he went back to Mexico. He lives there on the campus. Their house is the one we were doing the addition. But he is quite a church planter. and He's planted several churches. He's working in a church now in a part of the city. Um, and we were out at his church one evening. That's uh, some of the new guys that came. Uh, this year, first time, and we were just really thankful, really thankful to have them. This is my bricklaying buddy. <laughs> he was just fun to work with. He didn't speak 
hardly any English, and I didn't speak much Spanish. But that wall behind us, I built that wall, and I was like, it was fun. I enjoyed that. And uh, he would come over every once in a while just shaking his head no, and he'd take the brick off. And he'd, you know. But I learned. I learned. It was fun. And this is um, Marco and his wife, um, and it's, it's Broso's brother. And he is uh, heads up the music training on the campus. He's quite the musician, very gifted. This is a kitchen, a girl working in the kitchen. That little lady there, she is the head cook. She cooks all the meals for the campus three times a day with, with students, but she oversees all the cooking seven days a week. She's been doing that, I think, for 15 or 20 years and uh, loves her job. She's the most pleasant lady. This is Ez and Shani and their three children. And Ez is responsible for, he's the dean of students, so he is responsible to make sure all the students get their lessons done and everything else. Okay. That is the end of Mexico. So it was a very good trip, and um, I, I would encourage you to think about if we have an opportunity to go next year. I'd encourage you to think about the possibility of going on that trip. And uh, we can go with Bible Chapel. They have one man that does all the logistical planning, which makes it very easy for us. He's been doing it for years. Um, he just tells us what to pack and how much money it costs. So, um, you know, you might want to be praying about that and thinking about that. But we have um, had the opportunity to go to Purdue, and Diane took some pictures of some of the activities that went on. I talked to Paul Briggs today, and uh, Paul told me to be sure and tell you that he is so thankful that teams from Grace Chapel have come out there for so many years. The building, Crosswalk Building, is 10 years old, and he said he's getting regular uh, compliments on an ongoing basis of how the building, why does it look so new? It always looks new after 10 years. And Paul said to tell you that that in large part is not that we're anything so special, but just a team going to do regular maintenance, painting, just keeping everything freshened up. We fixed, I don't know how many doors, 170 doors or something like that. And, uh, the landscaping and just all the work that goes on there. It's just a privilege to be able to do that and support their ministry. And so Paul wanted me to let you know that they're very thankful for that. But the team is here that went this year. And um, and so the Brants, how many years has it been for you? Nine? 
Yeah. A brand has gone every year for, yeah. Uh, Mary and Diane have been there every year for years. Devin's first year, I was glad Devin went. He was a big help. But I'm going to let them talk to you and tell you just their experience over the years, uh, what they appreciate about Crosswalk and uh, what you've learned, why you've gone, about yourself and about them. And uh, so... You can come up in any order you want. Well, good evening. <laughs> so during this trip, I know most of the girls worked on cleaning the main common areas because typically they can get pretty messy throughout the year. I know the entrance when we walked in, it was just covered <laughs> in dirt, and it was neat to see how much better it looked after cleaning it. I was able to have the privilege of doing that. So I know I worked on the hallways, sweeping, dusting, we wipe down the baseboards, and every year they're absolutely disgusting. <laughs> um, but Joy helped clean on some of the lights, um, and every year it's always <laughs> all, the all the lights. They're red. <laughs> but I know for me at least, every year I go, I have such an amazing time catching up and fellowshipping with everybody there. Uh, like we've said, we've been going for like nine years now, and everyone there feels more like a family than just coworkers or people we're serving in the ministry. And um, I know every time they see us, they always make a point to talk to us and see where we are at in our lives, where have we been, where are we planning to go, and um, how our family's doing, and just such an overwhelming amount of um, comfort and encouragement while we're there. Um, I know for me, the first time I went, I was like 14 years old, and from then on I've gone ever since. And it impacted me greatly just learning more about the different cultures because of the variety of people that go to Purdue University and that are staying at the commons. Um, Normally they have, after the workday, somebody presents about a country. It's kind of lessened over the years, the presenters, because there's not as much to do anymore. But... um, the amount of things you learn about other people's cultures and how they see our culture and the differences between the two of us, but also the similarities is super, super cool. And just learning to talk to them in general has helped me now in the workforce as a dental hygienist. I have had, I had a lady from Japan on Monday and she (laughs) struggled. She had a very strong accent and just learning to talk to her and um, understand where she's at and how I can help her. I've had multiple people from Mexico that I had one that spoke literally just about no English and just was solid <laughs> accent. And I'm like, I don't know half of what you're saying, but I'm, I'm able to be polite and understanding that this is difficult for you just as much as it is for me. Um, I never really understood the impact the trip had on the ministry until this trip for sure. They, you know, like Mike was saying about Paul Briggs, talking about how people are just shocked the building is 10 years old it's just unbelievable even when you walk into the building it still looks so new um i know lee one of the um, leaders of salt and light ministry talked about how he had some um, students students from india that came over and were looking to rent a bike and after getting to talk to lee a little bit more lee did, you know mentioned that he had a master's degree and they were shocked that he was working in the bike ministry. They're like, 
to them, that's lower work. If you have a master's degree or a degree in just about anything, that's not something you do. You need to find someone else to come do this work. And so then that's an opportunity for him to be like, well, this is my opportunity to serve you. And that's a great door for him. And then talking about the building and how um, a church comes and it's cleaning for us, you know, and how many of them have degrees or know are so wise and smart and they're willing to do this lower work in their eyes. It's such an amazing opportunity for them to open up the gospel and be like, this is why, though, regardless of where they are. In life, this is why they're doing what they're doing. So that was super eye-opening for me to see that I'm not just cleaning so the building looks nice for people. It's doing so much more um, in the Lord's eyes. So, yeah. Not sure what I was going to say after all that, but, um, yeah, so we've been going for several years now, and it's always been a blessing to be able to go and to serve there. Um, the longer that we've been there, I've always wanted to go on a missions trip, and it's definitely for those who want to go out and be um, do missions like that, that is a very good way to start. Because um, for us, instead of going to different parts of the world, different parts of the world come to us um, at Crosswalk while we're there. Um, and it's definitely, well, we go there to encourage those who are working the Salt and Light ministry. They, I always come back way more encouraged than I think that I encourage them, um, just how faithful they are into serving um, the students that come along there and how they are just so passionate about the gospel and sharing with everyone that comes in the doors. And um, it's a good time of fellowship with those that are there and to, um, like Claire was saying, like getting to see different um, parts of the world through the people that you interact with um, and learning how to um, to talk to them and to get to know them and how to open up those conversations about sharing the gospel. So, um, <laughs> so with all that, yeah, we do a lot of cleaning, a lot of hard work. Um, but it is always, it is so, so good to be able to serve the Lord in that way, so. Well, you've both taken everything I could have said, so, <laughs> but yeah. What do you do? Um, I did a lot of the landscaping stuff, um, a lot of the uh, decorative plants and things they have out around the parking lot, around the back of the building, were overgrown, so, so overgrown. <laughs> Um, a lot of mulching went down too, and I was just very pleased with um, how everything turned out. Um, I wasn't blessed with Devin's presence. They kept him indoors. Um, but a lot of the kids of uh, the Godfreeds and uh, other people, Jordan, Jordan Sauer helped as well. Um, and uh, we got a lot done. It just looked so much nicer when we were finished, so much nicer. I never realized uh, just how much that affected the building. So that's what we got done. And uh, it's just a joy just serving with other believers and um, building new connections there. Because, you know, there's not a lot of us up here, but when you get there, there's other people there as well. And you build friendships. And uh, I've, I've got some of the... T- com- I've got phone numbers from some of the guys I worked with and uh, I text them every now and then see how they're doing yeah it's really good and I, I just you know you you work out amongst unbelievers five days a week sometimes more and even though I went there and I just you know it, it's a lot of work um, and it's tiring work you know but I felt you come home refreshed you come home refreshed because you were amongst God's people when you were there. So it was just a huge blessing for me. So.
Well, I'm almost sure there was a picture in there of Noah sweeping. He, he did really work. Um, <laughs> yeah, they don't like taking pictures of the outside. And I'm not very good at picture taking either. But one thing that really stands out to me is being able to go with our young people and watch them just work and work hard. I know Joy and I, wish we counted the lights. The, the whole, I, I don't know, it's, it's like, imagine taking a normal size sweeper and sweeping a football field. I mean, there's so many hallways and carpets and, and she's taking the bugs out. I'm following her with the sweeper. We actually, it kind of worked out good for Joy and I, uh, I this year. We weren't under Miss Picky's eye. <laughs> oh, wait. Mary's a real driver. Anyway, anyway, but no, it's great. We had a great time. And one thing I really always appreciate is, and I'm sure the rest of them do too, is the host families that are willing to keep us every night while we're there and take care of us and make some really good friends with the folks we stay with. And that can be a real treat as well. And one thing that kind of stood out to me this year, too, was when Lee was doing diversions, the guy that works on the bikes, he made mention of, you know, think about it while you're working this week. Whatever you're doing, pray about who's going to be in that room or walk that hallway or whatever. So us girls, at least, did that a couple times. That was kind of neat. We cleaned a whole floor and we'd stop and take a minute to pray pray about the people on that floor and in those rooms and that there'd be some real opportunities for the gospel with those folks but it's it's a always a good trip it's it is tiring and and yet but it's really fun being with these guys and let them do all the heavy lifting and <laughs> climb the ladders and all that and just really neat opportunity uh, to do that ministry out there. Thank you so much for making it financially encouraging to go. Thank you. I'm really not that tough on these guys. <laughs> But I am a bit of a perfectionist. Um, when Mike asked if I was going this year again, I said yes right away. And then Dan got sick, and I was like kind of waffling whether I should go or stay with him. And and I'm grateful to my husband because he did encourage me to go. And I just had to do a lot of prep beforehand because he's not a cook and he's on a special diet. And, but, um, yeah, I just love this ministry because we do see these, like they said, the world comes to us. And it's just been so fun. Mike and I are the oldest ones out there, so I wasn't even sure, uh, can we keep doing this, Mike? Are you sure we can keep doing this? But you get out there, and these young people behind us just spur us on, and we laugh a lot and just working together constantly. Um, just working with different people and it just seemed like we were just there and we were there again. The year just went so fast and like they said, it's good working with the staff, getting to know them personally. Um, 
we didn't see as many, didn't seem like there was as many students there uh, this summer, but there were a few. And it's just neat to see how Sarah Menifee's having Bible studies outside with one young lady and Dana's ministering with a, a young man. Um, they're just constantly um, working, sharing the gospel, like they said. And it was great having Devin with us. I got to know him better. And one time I was like, he overheard me say, oh, I hate being short. I got to get a ladder. And he said, here, what can I do for you? And he cleaned this mirror that was so high up that I couldn't reach. So I appreciated him and appreciated um, just all their help. And they just make it fun to go out there. And um, I know the staff appreciates what we do. They tell us that several times. They just say, oh, we're so blessed to have you guys. But I really feel like I feel blessed blessed just being there and um, loved um, doing reading scripture and praying before we start our day every morning after breakfast so it was fun it's like Noah said when you work out in the world you know you just aren't always working with a Christian and it was just the whole week just working with believers is, is neat I encourage you to go um it is work. It is hard work, but when there's many hands, it, it just is more fun to, to work together. So, yeah, thanks for sending us. We appreciate it. So um, I was uh, really glad that I had this opportunity to go out and serve, and I'm glad that the church uh, really helped me be able to do that. Um, and, uh, I would be like, oh, we're all going to wear our, you know, crosswalk shirts. I was like, oh, that's great. And they, you know, they passed them out to me when I was there and I opened it up for the first time I put it on. I'm like, oh, they gave me a woman's shirt. Uh, so, but let me tell you ladies, it is comfortable, not so breathable, but if I were you, it's worth it just for the shirt. Um, not only the shirt, but let me tell you the food, the food's amazing. I mean, I'm out there like, what's that? What's that smell? Oh, that's my next meal. And they are. I mean, they're working really hard in the kitchen the whole time you are. They're working just as hard as you, and I mean, and a lot of, sometimes even harder, isn't that right, Mike? Uh, but they have a little secret ingredient that I should probably shouldn't say, but it's love. It's love. They, they cook with that and with everything. It's really great. Um, but I mean, you get a, I mean, the work, I really enjoyed the work. I learned a lot. Um, they probably gave me a woman's shirt because they're like, oh, yeah, all the guys are outside working. We got a new one. Um, his, the name's Devin. You know, that can be a girl's name, too. Like, yeah, he's going to be painting. So, you know, all, all the other guys are out doing landscape, so I, I get it. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you get, and uh, where you stay, uh, I didn't necessarily like the idea of going to a complete stranger's house and staying there. I'd rather, you know, I'll sleep in the car. But, I uh, know, it, it was a really good experience to get to go out there and, and do that. I got to, you know, learn some, learn of, like, just learn about their whole lives in just a couple days. And I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. You're, you're not scary. That's... Uh, and if you ever do get bored of the work, which I never did, um, you, there's always checkers. And uh, you may be like, oh, I'm not that good at checkers. Well, Mike's not either, so <laughs> yeah, you'll, have a, you'll have a really good time there. But, um, yeah, Crosswalk was great, and I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I could go. So there you have it. It's a, it is a good ministry, 
It's uh, Mike's been out there. Larry Edwards has been out there. I think the boys have been out there one year. Um, Hmm? Andrea was out there one year, bless her heart. That was fun. Um, I can't, there may be some more, but I can't remember anyway. Uh, it's a very good ministry, and it's very appreciated. Uh, the host families are great. Um, the food is great. They really take care of us well. And I just would encourage you, you know, it's a very affordable trip. It's really a service trip undergirding the ministry of Salt and Light Christian Fellowship and Crosswalk International Student Housing. And so uh, there's always painting. Every year there's painting to be done, but we always take two truckloads of tools because we never know for sure just what all we have to do. Uh, we, uh, Ray Sauer and myself try to make a trip out there in February to assess the work, to try to get an idea of what they have planned so we can have the proper materials. But there's always painting to do, lots of painting, always touching up and uh, cleaning carpets and lights and myriads of other things. This next year, it's going to change a little bit. Probably the week will be expanded some because a group that they've had in there... um, Uh, called, what's the name of that? Granite. Granite. They hired Granite two or three years ago to come in to oversee uh, a lot of the operations in the building, and that did not work out well um, relationally. And so they let Granite go this year. And so next year... um, we're going to have a little bit more work to do. So the week will probably be expanded a bit. So anyway, it's a very affordable trip. $100 per student, per per team member, to go out there and help do that ministry. So, uh, you know, if, if you feel led to do that, um, we, we would really appreciate it. Like Mary said, we're getting older and we're really thinking in terms of Somebody else younger taking our place because we're not always going to be probably able to go um, unless we just go to boss. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But but thank you very much for encouraging us to go. Thank you for allowing us to go. Thank you for supporting us to go. We really appreciate that very much.